Welcome to the Mile 99 interview with your host, Jessica Harris, Mike Turner, and Greg Larkin. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you on the trails. See you out there. See you there. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Mile 99 interview. I'm one of your hosts, Jessica Harris. The Mile 99 interview is a place to hang out with like-minded folks in our trail community, share our stories, successes, failures, and deepest trail secrets. It's also a place to get the latest in local race news, like tonight, and find out what's going on in our community. We record live in front of a Zoom audience, one take, no breaks, and unlike the trails, what is said here is on the record. I am joined by the best co-host in the whole world, Greg Larkin and Mike Turner. How are you, Mike? Doing good. I'm excited. I just started Taper for my uh, Cocodona 250, so I am officially laying off on the intensity, and I'm so glad because I'm so tired, ready for a break. I saw that there are some fires in that area, and they might do a little reroute. Yeah, if we can reroute the Bradshaws, I have no problem with that. That's <laughs> that first, that 50K, 10,000-foot climb at the start of the race. I'll be happy to skip that. Yeah. So... Greg Larkin's in the house. How's it going, Greg? Doing all right. Um, yeah, I'm getting out there. Um, I don't know if any of you saw it, but we did a little impromptu uh, Instagram live from Mammoth Bar this weekend. That was pretty fun. Got out there, um, checking out some parts of the course and uh, got on with Jessica. So looking forward to seeing you all out there this coming weekend. Uh, how are you doing, Jessica? Good. You guys know a couple of weeks ago, I was not feeling good. I got this crazy flu and it really beat up my lungs. So this week I started running again, like a normal trail and ultra runner. So that I'm feeling a little I'm like, why is my back sore? Why are my legs sore? What's happening? Oh, because I'm running again because I have Waldo coming up. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, tonight I am doing all the interactive stuff for the interview. So for this episode, since there's a lot of you, and I think you guys have a lot of questions, if you have any questions, you need to hop on our Zoom. Um, That way we can make sure that they're answered throughout the episode. And if you're here for our giveaways on Facebook Live, make sure that you let me know which race, the 25K, the 50K, or the 100K. We are going to be announcing those at 7.50 tonight. Um, We also have our, another cool thing we're doing with with this episode. All our Patreon members, if you are a current Patreon member, you get to stay on for the after show to talk to Sean and Reggie and Abby and Chaz and me and Mike and Greg. Um, And if you want to stay on for the after show, you guys can join our Patreon anytime during the episode and hop on our Zoom and you can come hang out with us for 10 or 15 minutes for our our post show. So we're pretty excited about that. We still have our shirt order up. I think Greg is looking pretty snazzy in his. So that will kind of wrap up all our Mile 99 news. What about some community news, Greg? Well, you know, there's a certain race coming up this coming weekend. Uh, Obviously, that's why we're here. Um, So we're really psyched to see everybody on the call tonight. Um, We can't wait to see you out there. Don't forget to come see us on Thursday at the aid station in Auburn at uh, 7 o'clock after the um, Thirsty Thursday run. We're going to be doing a live interview with a couple of Hoka athletes who are going to be in this year's Canyons 100K presented by UTMB and Hoka. Uh, We're super excited to hear their stories and just kind of get to know them, have a little audience. Um, It's going to be a great time. So please come out, 
check that out. Um, I know Paulo was just down in McCallamy uh, with a bunch of people over the past weekend. And so just everything's really starting up. Um, he's got another uh, virtual race coming, the 100 miles to Auburn. That's a fun one. Uh, join up on that. You can log your miles and kind of get yourself all excited for Western states uh, in the month of June. Um, don't forget, we also have a Cool Moon 100 miler discount code given to us by the gracious Martin Sengo, uh, RD to the stars. Um, it is a mile 99 interview and enter that code and you will get a 10% discount off any of the distances. And there's many, many distances, like more distances than you can imagine. It's anything is uh, just going to fit you perfectly. You can find the right distance in there. Uh, and don't forget, there's still spots open at Broken Arrow. Um, I'm like just about to hit that button for the vertical K. I really want to do that race. So get out there, ring the bell. Uh, it's a great time. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, we're going to get into it tonight and uh, back to you, Jessica. Man, so much news. Or Mike. <laughs> so, so much news. I know what you're talking about. So much going on with spring and summer around here when pandemic waning is so great. But tonight we're so excited sitting down with our favorite people with the Epic Endurance Events crew to talk all things canyons. You guys remember, we all spoke last year in March, episode 32, leading up to 2021 canyons. There was a lot of new stuff then. There was a new race course. We were coming, trying to navigate the, the pandemic. There was a lot, a lot changed last year with that. And these guys really pulled it out and was great. But this year is even bigger news. With, you know, the runners are now able to experience the Ultra Trail du Mont Blanc adventure starting here in their own on their own turf. They can begin the journey here with this with the, the inaugural World Series tour, which is pretty exciting. So we're going to jump into that tonight and talk all things about that. We're going to get into the race, the briefing, talk about all the logistics that we need to know for the race coming up on Saturday. But before that, I want to say hello to Chaz. How's it going, Chaz? Hey guys, it's going really great. Uh, really appreciate you uh, having us on and being a part of uh, Canyons this year again. So yeah, um, we are just <laughs> going uh, 100 miles a minute, 24/7. So uh, we're we're grateful to be here. Yeah, no, and thanks for coming on. And I know this is helpful for all the folks that are out there trying to figure out the last minute details and the weather has been, we're going to talk a little about a little bit about the gear because the weather would be not as nice as it was. It was 90 a few weeks ago. It's not 90 this weekend, no. uh, but I know you guys are super busy. Abby, how's it going with you? It's going great. We're having a great time getting everything pulled together. We're getting really excited. It's finally, we're seeing everything come to fruition that we've been working on for months and months. And um, we're excited. The weather turned around for a nice Saturday. So it's going to be perfect. Yeah, and I see the new swag. Sean, you got the new swag going on. I love it. How's it going with you over there and your camper? You're camping the night in town in Auburn? I, Mike, I am. Yeah, I brought it down on Saturday. So I'm just like maybe 10 or five minutes from the start line. Um, and it's, I wait to guys see what's happening down there. It's, it's, it's pretty impressive. UTMB is here. Wow. I can't wait to get down there and see there's gonna be a lot going on and especially starting in downtown we'll get into that and reggie white how's it going with you reggie good it's cool to be back on the podcast thanks for having me yeah no we, we've enjoyed having you on so just a reminder for any folks that want to know about uh these guys in the past we've talked to all these guys before episode 32 and 45 if you want to check out 
how Kenya started, how, how E3 started. You want to know where Abby grew up. You want to know how, where Jess went to high school. <laughs> All those details can be found in our past episodes. So go back and check out 32 and 45. So with that, let's jump into the new news this year, UTMB. Chaz, so what? That's big news. Um, yeah, so we saw the announcement uh, last March, I believe, where um, UTMB announced its partnership with Ironman and the creation of the UTMB World Series. And, um, uh, you know, we talked about it. We're like, wow, you know, that could be something that we would really uh, want to be a part of. And um, so we're the first American UTMB World Series event. And um, we're just thrilled. Uh, the Pilettis came out um, and we met them last fall and we broke bread and they gave us their vision and we share the same vision. Um, so we're, we're super stoked. Um, there's a whole bunch of layers that, that go into that. But yeah, um, this is, um, you know, it's sort of new ground and we're excited to be a part of it. Yeah, and the UTMB, just real quick, there, there are 25 of these, you know, World Series events around the world that kind of start off. And then it kind of goes in this, this pyramid and it goes down to the majors and the final, then the finals. But uh, and it, it's a complicated system. You can go to the website, UTMB website, and read about the In the past, you just had to go to certain races and you just get points and you get enough points in two years and you qualified. This year is a little bit of different. So... We're not going to get into all the details because it's quite complicated, but, you know, you collect stones and the stones lead to races and it's pretty complicated, right, Chaz? Well, so it's, it's, a, it's a whole new system where before, yes, you had all these different races that gave you points and you had to collect points. So they decided, let's make it simple uh, in order to get to the UTMB World Championships. Um, you must run a UTMB World Series event. Uh, the U UTMB World Series events give you stones. Uh, stones are the same as tickets, like for the Western States Lottery. You also must uh, acquire, when you run the Canyons 100K, you also then um, get your performance index. So it's similar to the old uh, performance index that was developed. But yeah, so uh, there are thousands of, or I don't know if there's thousands, hundreds of qualifying events that, that then um, will help get you to get stones. But the UTMB World Series events are the only ones that will give you stones that you must then use for the lottery for UTMB, uh, CCC, or OCC. Okay, yeah. I mean, and again, folks can, we will link the UTMB website to our podcast notes so folks can go. Because it, you know, I had to read it four or five times when I was trying to write this agenda. And, uh, but in addition to those stones, like the Western states, you know, this, the 50K, 100K, the top male finishers and female finishers, isn't there, they can elevate quicker through through the finals as well? Yeah, so for each each event, uh, each distance, we have the 25K, 50K, which is new this year or back this year, and the 100K, top three finishers go direct um, access to those same events um, without having to deal with the lottery. Okay. Yeah. So that's great. And I, I checked my index and I'm a 
I'm a 502, uh, whatever that means. Uh, but I appear to be decreasing with age. So, but uh, we can talk about that later. Yeah. So, you know, we'll jump into, again, folks can jump into the website and read about how that works and how they can get, and your website even lists for the Canyon specifically, it'll list right on the bottom of the website, how many you get for each of the categories so they can go, at least they know what they're going to get for your race. But so with that, the main, I want to jump right into the, into Canyons because that's why everyone's here. Stones or no stones. Canyons is, is an epic endurance event and it's, it's rough. <laughs> it's challenging some years it's cold some years it's not and you know you never know what to expect especially when you get out past michigan bluff i mean there's anything that could happen out there so let's get into the race details uh sean so there are several distances when did they start and where did they start from yeah uh great question so we announced uh at the end of last year that we were pursuing a new start in downtown auburn um, Chaz worked religiously to make that happen and, and we are, um, so everyone's going to start by the clock tower down there. Um, you know, there's the endurance capital world shrine, um, and you'll head out to Ruby point from there. A hundred K starts at 5. AM. The 50 K starts at 6. AM with the 25 K at 6 30. Wow, we, we talked to the city manager a few weeks ago, and he's so excited. The city of Auburn is excited about the new start. I mean, it, just all category, everyone's excited about the new starting downtown. And so folks can get their bibs downtown as well. Is that where they would go for that? Uh, that's correct. Yeah, so the expo and registration uh, is downtown. It's uh, maybe 50 yards from the starting chute, um, right at the corner of Lincoln and High Street right there. And um, if you want to downgrade, um, you can also do that there. So uh, there will be a merchandise tent, um, just a lot of activity going on down there. Um, definitely a scene to be had down there. That's for sure. So you can downgrade, but you probably can't upgrade. Uh, Mike, that's a great question. We are getting a lot of that. Um, while that is not typically something we do. Um, we are going to make accommodations for that. So there are people that are asking um, literally as of today, can they upgrade from a 50 K to a hundred K? So nice. um, we are looking to accommodate that. We ask everyone to uh, email our athlete services and we can make that happen. Just can't do it on race morning. Okay. So Thursday and Friday. That's correct. They can do yep. that. When will you guys be hanging out during on those days? What, what was that question, Mike? What time will we be hanging out? When's the expo open on those Thursday and Friday? Uh, great question. The expo opens up at 1 p.m. on Thursday and then 11 a.m. on Friday. Okay, sounds good. And they get their race swag during that time and all their stuff? You can, yeah. And um, also Friday night, um, there is a little downtown festival that everyone should be there for you know the community is going to get involved uh there's gonna be a band uh food trucks um so that we're really looking forward to that um the weather right now is beautiful down in downtown auburn and it looks like it's going to stay that way uh friday evening wow yeah it's really going to be uh really it's turning turn, it's turning this into like a really cool community event bringing it downtown it's just a really i think it's a game changer for getting people involved Yep, that's kind of been the whole plan. And um, 
the Paletti's vision um, is is more community centric too, and getting like downtown businesses involved. So, absolutely. So, so we know all the races, all the distances start downtown, and they all end in different places. Yep. The three five k ends in um, where's that end at? Driver's Flat. Okay. So, um, yep, you guys will be passing through Mammoth Bar Aid Station. Um, we have a new team running our Mammoth Bar Aid Station, the Mile 99 podcast. Um, thank you guys. So you'll see there. You'll see the whole, I mean, you see all distances. So 100K, 50K, 25K. So you should be seeing roughly up, upwards of 1,200 runners coming through your location in the span of two hours. Um, so get ready. Uh, so yeah, 25k finishes at Driver's Flat, 50k finishes at Forest Hill, and the 100k finishes up at China Wall, elevation of 5,100 feet. So, yeah, if you've not been to China Wall, especially on a cold canyons weekend, the weather drops when you pass Michigan. I'm just saying because I, man, the outbacks used to have there in the old days. People, I've worked Michigan Buff, and people come back, which is you think a shirt's going to work? That's not going to work. So anyway, we'll get there uh shuttles there's a lot of different places to come and go and people need to go somewhere how does it work is there tickets what's the story with shuttles um you want me to take this one guys or (laughs) abby will do this i'll do the best i can let's see um uh four three forty five in the morning we start shuttles from downtown uh, we have parking at Overlook and at Railhead Parking, uh, parking along the road there. Shuttles will come by about every 10 or 15 minutes, pick people up, take them to the start. Um, we will be, uh, um, runners can purchase shuttle tickets on um, Ultra Sign Up. You just have to go in and, and um, pay for your shuttle ticket there. You can still register for that. Um, uh, spectators and um, crew are allowed on shuttles. Um, the runners that have paid have priority to shuttles. If the shuttle's full, they're on first. You'd have to wait for the next one. Um, then we will be uh, having shuttles heading up to driver's flat as well. So a crew can go up to driver's flat. Runners can come back down from driver's flat. Then we'll start moving up to Forest Hill and then up to China Wall. And so by the time we have shuttles rotating out of China Wall, we're hoping every 45 minutes we'll be hauling a a shuttle out of there. So um, runners won't have to be waiting as long. Um, Please 100K, pack some warm clothes up there. It's gonna be chilly at the end. Yeah, and and we'll, we'll talk about the mandatory gear. And the deal with the shuttles is that China Wall, it's not that not that big of a parking lot. I mean, it's a good size, but it's not once you start putting tents everywhere. Uh, so that's why you guys have the shuttles because there's limited parking at a lot of the spots, right? Yes, and there is parking. We do have, um, we are allowed to use Mitchell Mine Road, which is a fire road off of Forest Hill Road. There will be a sign that says event parking. Um, we are only allowed to park on one side of the road where your vehicle is facing out towards Forest Hill Road, just um, FYI, but we will have signage. So if crew is driving up there, just let it be known that there's a little bit of a walk over to the um, the, the finish line that you are allowed to drive up. And we, um, we are not allowed to drive or park along the sides of the road or on any dirt along the side of the road. And if it's a state park like uh, Driver's Flat, you have to get a state parks pass, I would imagine. 
Yes, there. Uh, you have to have your state parks pass. There is parking along the road. You um, you are allowed to do that outside of the parking area. Um, we are not allowing anybody to drive down into the finish line area where the, um, the driver's flat staging area is. We will have a shuttle that will be picking runners up. Hope hopefully they can get down there. If they are not able to turn around down there, they'll be picking people up at the top of driver's flat road. Um, spectators, runners, and then taking them back down. But um, no one can drive down to driver's staging area unless they're just immediately, immediately picking up a runner. There's no leaving a car parked um, and leaving a car at all. Yeah, with this many runners, I mean, 700 or 1,000, I mean, there, it's just, not, it's not like this 150 runners. It's a lot of people with families. So that's why. So this you know, again, they can find all these rules. They're listed on the website, all the parking. That's where I found them all. So drop bags and crew. We mentioned some of the spots we can go. On the website, there's a, your, you have a one PDF, which is great. Your, your pace chart and it has everything on there. Talking about drop bags, it says only at Forest Hill and Deadwood. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. And the finish line, obviously. That's an easy rule. Let's remind all runners to put your name, your bib number, and location that you want it to go to, okay? Um, sometimes it, it could may get misplaced, um, and we can make that correction once we're sorting it at those locations. Uh, we'll have uh, duct tape and um, felt pens out, you know, at drop bag. Name, drop. bib number, and age station oh. location. Yep, exactly. Okay. Just before we move on, uh, just a quick question from the Zoom chat. Um, somebody, Angie, wants to know for sure, like uh, 25K runners can return from driver's flat if the, uh, on the shuttle if they purchase a shuttle ticket. Is that correct? That's correct. They, they, they do not even have to purchase a shuttle ticket. It is complimentary, okay, yeah. but those who purchase a shuttle ticket have priority. Got it. So they might have to Thanks wait. Quick. 30 minutes yeah. for the next shuttle, but you don't have to buy one. Thank you. Okay. And crew, since we talked about how many people there are, how many crew there will be, they're allowed at driver's flat. Again, there's places to park, Poppy Pass or other places, and also Forest Hill and Michigan Bluff. And Michigan Bluff, that's a pretty tight spot too, right? Uh, there's no parking down below Chicken Hawk Road and Michigan Bluff where it intersects. There will be a sign there um, so people know exactly where that boundary is. Um, they can park along uh, Chicken Hawk Road, and it's about a half-mile walk down to the aid station. Okay, yeah, that's pretty standard for most races. Even your race has always been this pretty standard there. And China Wall, we, we mentioned that there's some capacity, but, you know, it's not super big. So. So the, the mandatory gear, let's get into that and, and what it is and when you would decide that that's going to be required. So what the, we were watching the forecast and we thought it would be wise to notify people if we make the decision to have a cold weather kit or gear mandatory, this is what our items are. Okay. Um, we have, we are going to make a, a, an announcement tomorrow on that, but since you're all here on Zoom, we are going to make the cold weather gear a re recommended list to have it Deadwood in your drop bag, not required, 
but we highly recommend you have all those items in your drop bag. Mid to back of the Packers, it's going to be a low of below 40. Once it gets dark at eight o'clock, it's going to be 38, 36, 35. We don't know. And if you drop at Deadwood and have to be there for 45 minutes and you're in a T-shirt and shorts, you're going to freeze your, you know what? So um, we're not making it mandatory. Uh, we are asking at also at China Wall, have a dry, warm change of clothes, everything. We have changing tents and please an insulated jacket. It's going to be cold. We are going to be moving people out of there quickly with multiple shuttles. We have three 55-person shuttles leaving every 30 to 45 minutes. We have tons of heaters. We have tents. We have all this stuff. But it's imperative that you bring warm clothes. Is there is there rain in the forecast? So like sometimes I'll put my stuff in a Ziploc in my bag versus just in my bag. What's uh, Do we know the forecast for rain? I think we're at like 5%. There might be some clouds floating by, but um, we're still going to get very cold. Just the cold. ground's going to be wet. There's going to be a lot of moisture in the air. I was out at China Wall today, and there's three inches of, of water on the trail um, in you know locations. So your feet are going to be wet. Um, it's going to be cold, uh, you know, unless you're a, a front of the packer. Um, so, yeah, it, it's really important to... to, to you know, heed the warnings, bring extra warm clothes. Um, as far as the, the mandatory gear, uh, we require that you have one liter of uh, hydration. Uh, we want you to have at least a hooded uh, waterproof jacket. Um, huh, what else? Uh, headlamp. 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 Uh, someone else has the list. I don't have it in front of me, but I got the list. So, uh, headlamp. And a hat or a beanie to cover your ears. Yeah. A buff is good to cover your ears or your face. Uh, talked about gloves and uh, a second insulating top. If you have like a rain jacket with a hoodie, but have a, maybe another layer because in case you're getting wet. A space blanket or a safety mylar is in the kit. You can get those at CVS for two to three bucks, or you can get them, you know, they're pretty cheap. Uh, and again, you mentioned your safe, your finish line drop bag to have warm clothes in case you're sitting around 50, 100 feet elevation and probably 35 degrees, it'll be dark. Sound, I'm excited. I wish I signed up. <laughs> There's still spots. Got to wait. There's still spots. <laughs> so let's get into, the, uh, let's get into the, the race course here. So again, we talked about starting in historic downtown. I'll quickly run through the, the details and then Sean can jump into all the fine stuff. But Head out Roby Point and then Western States Trail, drop down over No Hands Bridge, across 49, and then up Old Forest Hill Road to the Confluence Trail, which is interesting. Uh, a lot of folks know that one. The mountain bikes come down there pretty fast, but uh, not this early in the morning, I wouldn't think. Then you enter uh, Mammoth Bar, and you'll see us hanging out down there. Mm -hmm. uh, up Stonewall, then you head up East Side Trail, which is a pretty cool one. This is great to get out there in this area because this is a uh, not, I don't think I've ever been in a race out this area. And you connect up to the Forest Hill Divide Loop, driver's flat, and then finish line for the for 25K folks. Then the 50K, 100K folks will go down to Rucka Chucky, like normal, take Western States to Cal 2, 
and they'll up to Forest Hill where the 50K will finish right there. And then how is, we know sometimes that there is some issues from Cal 2 to Forest Hill. How's that looking, guys? It's, we have a resolution and, and permission this year. We're working on long-term solutions. Um, and so, so far so good. I was out there yesterday and uh, luckily ran into the caretaker and he was removing the one last pile of slash that was down across the trail right before, right that last right turn up. But um, yeah, someone was out there the, over the weekend with purple spray paint, putting uh, WS on rocks and spray painting over his no trespassing signs. So again, the 1% likes to try to ruin it for the other 99. Um, they are very supportive of the runs. It's problems with, you know, individuals that do things like that and the motorcycle um, people that go through there and the mountain bikers. So it's private property. Yes, it is Western States Trail and we're working on a long-term solution this year. So far, we're still good. Thanks for doing all that. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I've seen a lot of spray paint up kick-ass or some fresh purple spray paint. There's this is like, it's getting ridiculous, you know? If you know who it is, please pass it on. I'd love to talk to them. Yeah, I will we'll let you know. Sure. So once you uh, once you leave Forest Hill, it's where the, it's where the fun begins, right? That's where the 100K is where you start climbing elevation. And we kind of, you kind of, it's a lot of folks have been out there, but you go through Michigan Bluff, and you drop down. And once you get up to the, almost, a, so you go to Deadwood, the cemetery, and then you go back to, back a little bit down to the loop six. No, how's it go? You can, we're going to, we're reversing that loop for this year. Um, so you'll get up to Deadwood. That's where the aid station is at the cemetery. And then you continue on the Western States trail out to the thumb, taking a right onto the loop six trail. So it's reverse from what we did last year. Okay. And you go clockwise around loop six. Much better views that way. You get those vistas going that way. Yeah. And then once you get back to the Loop 6 Western States intersection, then you go back to Deadwood. Yep, mm -hmm. check in up there and go back down. And then you go down to Codfish Canyon and then climb up to uh, China Wall. On your pace chart on the website, your aid station chart, you I like how you guys added the elevation gain and loss between each section, which is really, that's a great feature to have to know that. But by the time the, the 25K finished, they'll have, they'll, I think they'll get 34 Hundred plus feet. Yep. Then, uh, so who is the? Once you get past there, so so we know that Mile Nine Nine is hosting the Mammoth Farm, which is exciting. Who is hosting the Drivers Flat? Yeah. So we got uh, two teams there because uh, we have you know the eight stations for fifty k and the hundred k. That is Jordan Costello. She helped us out last year. Uh, so the fifty k and hundred k will see them, and then Brady Burgies is in the quad bangers east bay quad bangers running club is doing the 25k finish line um and they also helped us out last year down there um next up at cal 2 is uh, my running club the donner party mountain runners that's Stein fredericks um her and her team have been manning the cal 2 aid station i think since our inception yeah up at forest hill we have none other than Ling Ru Chu. Um, 
she will be managing the 50K finish line as well as the aid station. Uh, she runs a tight ship, um, and we are so happy to have her on our team. Uh, Michigan Bluff is our birthday boy, Paulo Mendina of the aid station in Auburn. Um, he's been running that location for us for the last two years. Um, stoked to have him back and his well-oiled machine running out there. Uh, Deadwood is my other running club, the Silver State Striders, and Casey Green is our aid station captain up there. So you guys get to see them twice. And if there's any aid station uh, team that you want to see twice on this course, it's the Silver State Striders. And then you get to the finish line and it's the, all, all you guys. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we, we chose captains of each our, of our major locations. Uh, you know, so um, Dan Savage is our captain of China wall. So he, you know, is going to help manage and facilitate everything that's happening there. And so the elevation gain for the 50 K folks is just over 8,000. And it looks like the finish line is 15,790 some odd. Give and take. It's on Cal Topo. You guys have the link to the Cal Topo. Is that yeah. to download? It you you can. Um, you know, it really depends on the watch. Uh, Cal Topo, all trails. It's anywhere from fourteen to like seventeen thousand feet. It's somewhere in there. I mean, it's like the Bermuda Triangle. Once you drop down into the Codfish Canyon and climb out of there, uh, but it's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, we went through the uh, two weekends ago. It was uh, so. Oh, that's well, I mean, you'll get what you get. Uh, other general rules I saw on the website there's no polls, polls are allowed. Polls are allowed, okay, yeah. okay, good. Because uh, a lot of folks using them for you know, I use them for call, I'm gonna use them for Cocodona. I'm not afraid to say that, you know, I like them, you know, and they help me out, you know. In the past, we didn't use poles due to the fact that people were crossing traffic so much on the trail. Now that it's a point to point, you're not crossing traffic. Poles are great. Okay, good to know. That's a good. Uh, no pacers allowed. Race photography. Who's doing your race photography? Um, there are going to be several people out there. Um, there's a company that uh, you know we inherited through UTMB. Um, finisher picks i believe they're gonna have a team of five you'll also see um some other familiar faces like scott roca's out there um yeah so there's there's quite a big team of, of photographers up and down the course good uh it's always fun and how about tracking the live tracking i know we have radios at, at all the stations uh, what's the tracking gonna be yeah, so um, Sports Stats USA is doing our timing system this year, um, and these timing maps use both cellular and satellite data. So um, it's going to be up. I, I've literally been up and down this course uh, in the last week, uh, you know, doing some cell phone reception and internet um, up and down speeds uh, just for re recon, and we're going to have to the minute accurate information up and down the course. So uh, the link for that will be provided on our website and all, all social feeds leading up to the event in the next few days. And for crew, um, what would be the best way if, if they went into an aid station, didn't have cell service, but they needed to find out what their runner is, what's the best thing they should do when they get to an aid station? 
Uh, great question. So I would, we want to respect what's happening at the aid station, right? So, uh, you know, let's tell all our crew and spectators, you know, if it looks busy at the aid station, let's wait for a lull, you know, and then, you know, maybe find the aid station captain um, to get that information. AT&T seems to work almost at all of the crew locations very well. So if um, the aid station looks busy, ask another fellow spectator if they have AT&T service. And then is the radio person um, a good person to talk to during the race to find out where your runner is? Um, another good question. No, our ham radio operators are not doing any uh, runner tracking. They are for emergencies only. Um, and let's, you know, do our best to leave those guys alone as well, just in case we, you know, they're responding to an emergency. So best, worst case, find the aid station captain. They can help track down your runner. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, we do have a redundancy system, um, which you guys will be playing. We call bid bingo. Um, and that's just the backup for uh, runner tracking. It's not for runner splits, but it's just, um, kind of a backup to see, you know, who's passed through every aid station. So if there is a lull and they'll be um, upstream from the aid station, it's usually two volunteers and you'll see them calling out bib numbers, writing down bib numbers. Those are probably the people you want to talk to. Perfect. Thank you. I know that's really important information when you're crewing someone and you have no service. You're like, where do I go? Yep. So thanks for filling them in. Yeah. It can be frustrating and kind of almost scary, especially you're kind of just worried, you know, you're worried. Yeah. One suggestion, uh, look where you have service, look for updates. We have the tracking, we'll send out tracking information, the link. So, you know, you're not going to get much information if you're somewhere where there is no signal. It makes sense, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> go, go up the hill to Auburn or Forest Hill Road or somewhere into Forest Hill, into the town or Michigan Buff is dicey, but sometimes the service there, but going to Forest Hill or Auburn. Yep. So and someone is asking, there's not an app coming up for tracking, right? It's just going to be in the um, email, the link, right? That's correct. Yeah. Thank you. Real quick on cutoffs. So on, on your chart, again, there's one handy chart on the website. You just got to print the one chart for every racer. The cutoffs are 2 p.m. at Forest Hill. And it's 4 p.m. at Michigan Bluff. And it has 8.30 on your second time to Deadwood. And what is the, what's the finish line? And are there different times for different things? Like used to be the Western States qualifier at one time. And what's the finish line times? Chaz, you want to take that one? Sure. So um, we are still at 19 hours for your Western States qualifier. Um, we have just stated that it's a 20 hour cutoff, but if you get um, past the cutoff at Deadwood two, past 8.30 and you get to China Wall, which you better, because then we'll have to come find you, you will get a finish time and you will get your stones and you will get a UTMB performance index. So the sweepers, if they catch you, they're just going to take you, take you in with them. Yep. Okay. Awesome. That's nice because, yeah, but it's going to be cold. So don't dilly dally. <laughs> well, we have strict cutoffs. And if you're not moving good through Forest Hill or Michigan Bluff, you're not going to speed up in the canyons. So 
<laughs> it's for your safety, for everyone's safety, for our volunteers, for, for, for all the participants. If we have sweeps that are, you know, 30 minutes behind the last runner, it doesn't really help. Um, and trying to take care of someone that is now immobile and we have to start an evacuation. So, yeah. Uh, and on the golden ticket race, which is what we've always loved about where, about this race is, you know, golden tickets. So it's also a golden tickets race, right? For Western States. Wow. So the, the top people can get stones and Western States tickets. <laughs> That's some serious business right there. So there's only two other events in the world that are quote unquote double golden ticket events. Tarawera, UTMB, and Canyons. So top three get direct access to both events. Man, that is something else. Hmm? Three. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, and we have three golden tickets this year. Top three only this year for Western States because Tarawera was canceled. So there's a whole lot of fast kids out there, and it's going to be fun. Man, that's going to be a it's going to be an amazing race. I think we're going to get to the important part, which is food. <laughs> food. what is the story with the food that's what it's all about right <laughs> an eating uh, contest not a running race uh, this year this year we have goo um as our nutrition sponsor again um we're gonna have uh, goo gels we'll have some of the liquid new liquid gels we'll have chews stroop waffles um electrolyte tabs um Roctane drink, drink, drink mix um so we'll be hitting the goo. And then now that we've gotten through a lot of the COVID protocols, we're back to our usual aid station fodder, um, your typical aid station fare. Uh, we will be having our volunteers serve the runners their food. So come on in, let us know what you want, and they'll have gloved hands to hand you your food. So it's all nice and clean. <laughs> yeah, I think we should keep that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where is there, is there hot food anywhere? Yes, we will have hot food um, starting at Forest Hill, um, possibly Mountain, or, sorry, Michigan Bluff as things start to cool off there. Deadwood definitely will be having their, um, their stoves going too. Uh, we, at our finish lines, we're going to have burritos again this year. So um, every single finish line, 25K, 50K, 100K, uh, will also be, uh, we have a a chef of ours, Michael Savanovich, mm -hmm. who's helped us in the past, and he's probably going to cook up some nice stew, some soups at the 100K finish line. We'll be running quesadillas, and there might be some bacon out there, too. I have a little bit of a nitpicky question. Are you ready for it, Abby? Sure. Because you know it's coming, right? People <laughs> are probably going to want to know, is there the same type of um, flavor of goo drink all the way through? Is, does it change anywhere? Is it caffeinated? Do we know those details yet? Um, we do. I had, let me pull my sheet up. I had it up a little bit ago. Memory serves me well. We have um, the uh, summit tea and we have the lemon raspberry or raspberry lemon. That sounds right to me. Roctane. Roctane yeah. drink mix. It will be mixed up it's going to come and go. So we don't know, you know, it's, it's um, no rhyme or reason, whatever the A station is going to be mixing up at that time will be in, in the dispensers. Are both of those caffeinated? Um, I don't, I, I know I don't, summit tea is. 
I think the summit tea is summit tea is. I don't know if I don't know if lemon raspberry is. But we have um, an assortment of goos that will be caffeinated and non-caffeinated, right? So mm -hmm. if you needed no caffeine, you put a gel in a water bottle and shake it up. Go old oh, school on it. <laughs> Abby, there's also the uh, goo has the new tablets similar to the other brand that has the tablets that you put. Yeah, we, we will. We will have some fizz tabs out there, too. Yeah. So you can drop them in your water bottle. They get a little effervescent, get, you know, to help with the water go nice. down. They're not super strong like the um, the electrolyte sure. mix. No calories, just electrolytes. Yeah. Thank you. And question for Reggie. Do you still need volunteers? Um. We actually, I wouldn't say we need volunteers. We've actually had a really good response, but um, there are some positions where we are definitely looking to get some extra folks. So um, parking attendance is a position we added recently. So um, we're hoping to get a few more people and then also runner check-in on Thursday afternoon and early Saturday morning. Um, I think that's a four to 6.30 shift. Um, and then also, of course, marshals throughout the day. We want to make sure um, some of the critical points we have um, people to make sure runners go in the right direction. And just for the record, so uh, volunteers will receive swag and also early entry into next year's canyons, which, you know, it's going to be important to have that early entry. And one lucky volunteer will win a free pair of Hoka shoes. Ooh like so. that awesome. any volunteers that um haven't done it yet the waiver is really important to get back to you guys right yes please okay so your email's on the sign of genius if you haven't done the waiver um make sure to get that in it's super important we will feed you too you get a burrito as well nice all right hey it's a bargain and as far as Chaz, the swag, I mean, I'm wearing my old school 2016 hat. Jessica has hers. And Greg's sporting a UTLT. What's the swag story this year? What are you getting? So we have uh, great Boko hats. Uh, it's it's the newer style. It's um, Then we have um, shirts. We have finishers, belts. Uh, and we have uh, soon to be uh, announced new finishers medals for everyone. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And the DNS, uh, if someone signs up and they don't start, they, they get the swag at the beginning, then you get some at the end. Is that like how it works? So you get the you get the shirt uh, when you it's like your your arrival gift you get your shirt um and then when you finish you get your hat and your belt and okay. your medal yep. awesome it's gonna be awesome and we, and we mentioned the sponsor is hoka is that uh who else is sponsoring is that it hoka so hoka is the utmb world series sponsor yep um so they're the premier sponsor uh we also have um camelback for huh. the world series yep um Wahoo, which is uh, you know, GPS fitness uh, watches and things. There's another name, but they haven't signed yet, so we can't say um, that will be coming on 
soon. Um, and so um, we have Monsters of Massage. Um, they will be at Forest Hill at the 50K and they will be at China Wall. Um, I'm sure, you know, if you've known that Valois and the team, they're the best. Um, they're you know, good luck sometimes getting a, a, an appointment with them, but they're busy for a reason. And uh, they support so many races uh, from, you know, TRT to where, you know, all they're, so they're the best. So yeah, we're really excited to have Valois. He'll be there ready to, ready to work on you. That is awesome. So exciting. Well, it is 7.50, which means it's giveaway time. Thank you um, to this crew. They gave us three race entries, which is just crazy. So um, thank you guys so much for the support. We're going to do the 25K. That means you're racing soon. So everyone pay attention. Uh, we're going to give this away. Who could it be? And for the... Um, the Canyons by UTMB 25K giveaway on our Instagram, we asked what their favorite trail is. So whoever gets picked, I'm going to read off their favorite trail. Okay. Easter All right. baskets. I love the Easter basket. I know. Oh, I'm so excited. Kristen Klink. Um, she's going to be racing our 25K. And she said her favorite trail is the American Canyon Trail. Um, yeah. And we'll be in contact. Oh, we will see you on race day. <laughs> pretty excited for you um our next one is for the 2022 50k giveaway for the overlook endurance run this one was super popular um love this race um it started with ann treason a long time ago the canyons or the epic endurance crew took it over my first ultra look at that <laughs> it was my first 50 mile dnf Oh. <laughs> but I really I ran the 50k good. I ran the 50k part of it pretty good. So so this basket is brimful. Whoa. Um I know, really excited. Well, people had like the ability to get four extra entries by sharing, tagging a friend. Um we asked people what their favorite food was because people love to talk about trail food. So let's see. Let's dig in here. Lots of locals were in this one too, so pretty excited. This is Beth Lang. Oh my gosh, I'm not even pretending. I am not just faking it. Um, it's so exciting when we, you know, really know these people. So let's see. Beth, her favorite food. Now we're all going to judge her too. Um, her favorite food burritos. <laughs> Can Do we know? Burritos. We we had the we almost had the Pepsi versus Coke um debate. Um but where is she? Oh, she said fig bars, Swedish fish, tuna sandwiches, <laughs> chips, Coke, watermelon with salt. What is she all? gave us the what whole she, menu. Is she 14? I mean <laughs> um, I haven't heard the tuna sandwich one yet. Um, yeah, congratulations, Beth. We will be in contact and we'll see you racing very soon. And the next one, another one is a 100K race. I thought this would be an awesome A race to train for. Um, this is the UTLT, the Ultra Trails of Lake Tahoe. Um, who doesn't want to go race up by North Star? I mean, pretty exciting. This one is on October 1st and 2nd. 
The 100K is also four points for UTMB, which I guess that's probably changed, right? Anyways, it's a good race. So we're going to give that away to someone. We asked their favorite shoes. Oh, man. Hopefully it's a Hoka person. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> their favorite shoes for the 100K, 100K race just for hanging out with us. That's pretty cool. It is McKenzie Trail Dad. Yay! <laughs> Looks like he's going to be racing again here very soon. Um, pretty excited. We'll be in contact. Oh, his favorite shoe. We need to know. His favorite shoe is, he's on the chat right now. He can probably, uh, Hoka oh. Speed Goat. Oh, phew. Oh, that was a close one. Oh, man. Oh, we got him. He posted Hoka Life. That was on the, one of our uh, biggest giveaways we've ever had. Um, really super thankful. We'll be in contact with all the people who won today. Um, really, really excited. Do you guys have any other things you would like to tell your racers and crew members before race day? Debbie. Thank your volunteers. Without volunteers, we couldn't do this. So thank you all. <laughs> Sean. On Friday night. Party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. Friday night. Buy no, your but like drink computer. drink water too. Drink water. Drink <laughs> water. Yeah, drink water too. <laughs> What's up, Greg? There's just one quick question I saw uh, on the Zoom chat. Uh, Marilee had asked um, if there are motorcycles allowed on the Deadwood Loop during the race uh, or signs to indicate to them that there's a race going on. That's just a safety issue. Maybe a lot of people would be concerned with. I just want to get that in there. Yes, uh, we cannot close the trails to the motorcycles, but we have posted signs. We'll have bright signs on many of the access roads into the area. Um, we've been in contact um, with some of the motorcycle groups in the area, and they, they've acknowledged that they understand the races there. We posted signs at China Wall on the bathrooms and on the events board and on the trails entering Loop 6 and Loop 5 and Mitchell Mine Road and a lot of the areas that we think they might access, we we posted those uh, a week and a half ago. So we're hoping they see those ahead of time. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much. There was one other question we had. Um, so say that there's a tree that is in the middle of a bridge. What <laughs> does your permitting say that our runners need to do for this race? They need to go in the water, right? Uh, yes. So a permitting states that the bridge is closed and you must use the temporary river crossing where we have a rope up. There we go. You heard it here first, use <laughs> the rope. Let's follow permitting rules. Anything else from you guys? Reggie needs some volunteers. You might get some free shoes. Sean is camping. He might need to use someone's shower soon. <laughs> I have I have a shower. I mean, oh, okay. it, I have to keep like one leg out of the shower. It's like that tight, you know. So I'm like washing half my body, which I probably need to shower because. Just I, make sure you're I, hugging people on that side. Yeah. <laughs> no. I I can't believe I was just talking to Abby today. I just can't believe it's only Tuesday. <laughs> I feel like. I mean, the way my body and mind feels, I like compared to last year, it, this would be like a Friday or midday Saturday, and it's only Tuesday. We're going to make it. We're going to help you make it. Um, maybe if you guys are around on Thursday, we're going to be at the aid station. We're going to do a little shakeout run at 6 p.m. We're going to get back, and we're going to interview um, two Hoka athletes. 
One who is just racing pretty good. Well, both amazing athletes, but one is looking pretty nice to maybe snag one of those top spots. Um, that's at 7 p.m. at the aid station. If you don't feel like the run, come start drinking early or get some food. Uh, we will be there. Uh, we, there's a you have to reserve seating for that one if you want to be in the actual interview because we're going to be upstairs. That's all posted on our Instagram. If you guys want to follow us on Facebook, it's the Mile 99 interview. If you want to send us some money, because we did a great job today, uh, our Venmo is uh, the Mile 99 interview. Patreon, definitely appreciate it. And we download all our bonus content there. So if you like our interviews and you want just like some more content from our guests, uh, head over there. I just put a quick plug in to our latest Patreon. Um, I don't know if we talked about this in the very beginning, but we did have Alex join us up uh, last month, Cheryl, Michael, and just during this broadcast, Marianne, thank you so much. We super appreciate your support. So thank you all. Perfect. Thank you so much for that, Greg. That was awesome. And thank you for our new Patreon. I hope you enjoy our content. If you just joined our Patreon or you are a Patreon member, go ahead and hang on. We're going to talk to these for a little bit longer, but for everyone else, we thank you so much. We hope you come and see us on Thursday, but if not, we will see you on the trails. Bye guys. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Reggie. Thanks, Abby. Thanks, Chaz. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> see you Saturday. Bye, Dan. Bye, Rob. Or Thursday. Thursday, yeah. <laughs>